No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Uh, yeah. Yay. Shop, shop Tour, Tour Bus. Bus. Yay, Shop Tour Bus. We love Shop Tour Bus. They have decided to go more Jerry and less Bobby. And what does that mean? That means they have a lot of larger sized shirts and whatnot to accommodate your the larger framed listeners and lovers of Shop Tour Bus. You can go over there, shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Look at all the awesome designs they have. Deal, trucking, uh, drums in space, broke down palace, Franklin's tower, fire on the mountain, steal your tape. Um, Yeah, Yeah. more than I can't even think of. And it's a whole lot. You are getting free shipping when you put in the promo code. No no simple simple road. road. All one word. When you're checking out, it's going to come in a hand design box with a wonderfully Thoughtful and intentional Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of that. Lots of little extras, and some of you are going to get a Grateful Dead bootleg on the inside of your package. It's a miracle when you get that. You are a person that got miracled with a Grateful Dead bootleg. So go to Shop Tour Bus, get free shipping when you put in the promo code. No Simple Road. When you check out, and you are going to have new clothes, and you're going to feel great. and you're be comfy. Gonna, yeah. So comfy. It's all about comfort. We are also... Sponsored by Finn and Wheel. Tell them about Finn and Wheel, Mel. Finn and Wheel is an amazing poster uh, creator. Creator, yeah. yeah. That creates these one of a kind line drawn posters that are inspired by the Pacific Northwest, their love of surfing, love of the Grateful Dead, and the outdoors. And listen, Finn and Wheel is located in Canada. When you go to their website and you see the prices on there, those prices are in Canadian dollars. I think that's what they're called up there. Dollars, right? Yeah. yeah. But down in the bottom left-hand corner of the website, there's a little currency converter icon. And if you click on that, you will see magically through the wizardry of, I don't know, the internet. The true price. Yeah. Yeah. In, in USD. And we had been saying it was $60 because we weren't aware of this, but it knocks it down to forty nine ninety one. And then you get a discount on top of that if you order one by putting in the promo code NSR. You're going to get 10% off. You're going to get one of these prints for like 45 bucks, man. And you're going to get free stickers. So go to Finn and Wheel. Check out the awesome designs they have over there. These are definitely frame worthy, definitely centerpiece worthy for like over your mantle or in your bedroom. If you are a lover of the outdoors or the Grateful Dead, 
these are the prints you want to put up in your house. They are a conversation piece and a wonderful thing. And these are created on 100-pound cover stock, premium quality FSC certified paper. So this is no joke. This is that heavy stock heavy paper. Heavy duty, man. So go to finandwheel.com. Put in the promo code NSR when you check out. Electric fish lights. It's electric. Is it? And it's, it's very fish. Like, yeah, and it's, and it's very lighty. <laughs> Go to electricfishlights.com and check out the IQ technology that they got going on over there. Quadrilaterals. It's big words for saying awesome lights that they create custom designs just for you and shapes that only your mind can conceive of. I wonder if I could listen to music while turning my light on. You absolutely could because they have bulbs with a Bluetooth speaker. I wonder if I could turn on a light and have it change colors. You absolutely can because the upgrade of the color changing bulb is also an option. Wow. I wonder if I could get 20% off an electric fish light. I bet you could. How you could, could I totally Apple? get that by putting in the promo code NSR. NSR. You are going to get 20% off your electric fish light. Go over there. Tell them what you want them to build. Say, I want a fish light that has a color changing bulb and a Bluetooth speaker. Or I want a starfish light. Or I want Saturn. I want one shaped like a hammer. I or I know. want my favorite sports team on a light. That's they do right. all the sports teams. And there's a lot of them out there. Go to electricfishlights.com. Put in the promo code NSR. You're going to get your 25% off and light yourself up. It's good to be lit up. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast, Inside the Musician's Brain, is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glassby, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
homeostasis. Liftoff. Yeah. Hey now. No Simple Road family. We're back. Again. Are yeah. we better than ever? Um, we're about the yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're progressing every day. Are we? Me, are we and, me and Apple are better than I, I ever. I'm a little I progressed. Know. I'm status quo over here. We're not digressing. So. No. Yeah. Regress. Yeah. Ungress. Regress. I can Today, undress. we would like to welcome Little, little stranger. stranger. Well, I, I want to say S because there's two of them. <laughs> Even though it's Little Stranger, they're, they're Little Strangers. If you are unfamiliar with Little Stranger, I'm going to just say it now and get it out of the way. You're welcome. Yeah, I meant that. You, you know, th- this, would you call them a band? Are they a band? A duo? Duo, yeah. It of creative talents is make they're making some amazing music you guys um i found out about these guys in a very odd way i'm part of a um a group chat on instagram and uh we share streams with each other uh, sometimes maybe i don't know if that's allowed but if if it's not <laughs> we don't do that but anyway um, just kidding <laughs> Somebody had seen them live in Asheville and posted a video of them. And I was just scrolling through there and saw it and was like, wow, this is super interesting. I got to find out who these guys are. And I was sitting out on the porch with Apple that night and I put on the music and he was in immediately like, who's this? Yeah, it reminded me of many things, and it wasn't any of those things. No, it wasn't any of those <laughs> it, it things. It was a little stranger. And uh, so I immediately reached out to them, and uh, this is the the fruit of that labor. And I have to say thank you to my uh, group chat friends there on Instagram for turning me on to Little Stranger and for helping No Simple Road find out who they were and are. And uh, this was super fun. Yeah. And, Such a great time to meet and them. And these guys, they're, they're, they're guys, these guys, it's music, just so you know, they even say it them. So this was inspired kind of like by the gorillas. They were both heavily inspired Back. by gorillas. Um, Dell, the funky homo sapien, actually appears on their new album and helped them with some things. And you've got to go, got to go listen to these guys. And you need to go over, you need to watch their videos. Sugar their videos Shack are sessions. amazing. Uh, the Sugar Shack sh- sessions. The Red Rover video is just awesome as can be is that the one like, with the worms or with the caterpillars i mean no no the cat that's from one of their older songs which i i don't know off the top of my head at the moment but everything they do is so fun and so witty and the way they spit the lyrics out is just amazing these guys have a flow that is just amazing this yeah. is what keeps coming to mind this is right up mel's alley well they're so creative too they do a show on um their youtube channel they back to the sugar sh- sack, sugar sack, sugar shack sessions, yeah. um, which we didn't even get to talk to them about because we were so involved in the conversation. I wanted to talk to them about it, but these performances are amazing. Like the quality of the the uh, video and just what they're doing, um, and they have a blast. You can tell that they're having so much fun together. And the third thing that I thought was awesome was that they have a similar living situation to us where yeah. they, you know, um, cohabitate. Yeah. So it, it was a good time. Watching these two do their thing. And I think I might've said this when we were talking to them in a different way, but it's, it's like watching two people share one brain. And I mean that in the best way that could sound bad, but they, 
flow with each other so well. Yeah, it's, they're dialed into it, yeah, each other. It's the energy of it and the the way that one will stop and the other one will continue. It's like watching one person in two bodies. Well, when they yeah. they were performing and then the one he gets off the keys and then the other one slides onto the keys yeah. and then they he takes the mic and then they kind of reverse. It's again, they're just so fun and so high energy and it's creative. Just constantly innovating and if you like rap if you like gorillas if you like you know jam band music try them out yeah you're you're gonna be stoked and you're gonna love them as much as we do after you hear this conversation yeah they're fun guys we're gonna get you to the interview right now right after we do our no simple road housekeeping stuff so follow us on all the social media platforms at no simple road go to www.nosimpleroad.com that is the mothership of No Simple Road. You can get tarot readings by me and Mel yeah. there. Uh, we will do a one hour tarot reading for you with the Grateful Dead tarot deck. Each song or each song, each card represents a Grateful Dead song. So when we're done doing your reading, you'll get a personalized playlist based on your reading. You'll get a video, uh, I mean, an audio clip. Why no, can you're going to get the Zoom Thank uh, footage you, from our <laughs> meeting, What's the matter with me? which you, is so awesome because a lot of times when you're hearing something for the first time, kind of goes in and out, but then you have an opportunity to go back later, add a little bit more dimension to the reading, a little bit more um, insight. Yeah. And so you, you weren't can, wrong. You're going to get, they're going to get audio and video. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but it's not yeah. a clip. And it, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I you just, were on the right track. I was getting there. Yeah. Um, you can also get No Simple Road merch there and you can find out where we're going to be. Where Mel and I are going to be at Fish in New York City. That's right. In case any of you are going to be hanging out there to come say hi. We're going to be at Skull and Roses this week, starting on Thursday through Sunday. The three of us are going to be down there podcasting live from Skull and Roses Festival in Ventura. So please come and stop by, say hi, give us a hug, a high five, tell us about your favorite episode, come listen to some good old Grateful Dead music with us. Mel may have some um, limited edition things. No, we'll definitely, I, I'm, I'm putting that out. We're, I created some uh, limited edition uh, posters for our first festival of the season and I plan on having one for each of the festivals that we will be at um, and they're limited because I'm just going to bring them in our suitcase so so you know I might have 50 uh, you know 40 50 of them and I really hope that you um, come out and say hi and a little small donation to just kind of put something cute on your wall and memorable of the time that we spent together in Ventura. Yeah, and support Roses. us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, support us. So, yeah, speaking of support, you can go to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That's how we pay the bills around here, everybody. You can join the No Simple Road family of Chan donators by going to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. You can give as little as a buck. You can give as much as you want above that. We would not bat our eyes at somebody giving us $10,000 a month. It's, yeah, we are so grateful to everybody. I would definitely bat my eyes. Thank you. We no. would bat our eyes if you gave us ten grand. Thank you so much for that in advance. I, would also, for a buck. I was just going to say, I'd bat my eyes for a buck too, because you know what? It all adds up yeah. and no amount is too small. That is how we keep putting out episodes for you guys and how we pay for everything around here. So we need your help, everybody. That's yeah. just the bottom line. We create content. Your no content, simple road. Uh, what do you call it? Consumers. So if you're consuming this content, you should give well, back. Well, and also think about it um, from this perspective. No simple road is a business, and when you walk into a business and purchase something from the business, you don't scoff at giving them five ninety nine or ten ninety nine or whatever they want plus tax. 
And when you come into our business um, via the interwebs, you're frequenting our business. So it would be really cool to put, you know, a buck, two bucks, in 10 bucks jar. in our tip jar, you know. And if you want to give us one time payment, we can do that too. You can too. do that on PayPal at nosimpleroad at gmail.com. That's yeah, so think PayPal. about it in those terms because, you know, everybody is you know, needing to pay for stuff these days, including yourselves. Mm -hmm. So just think about us in that way. Yeah. We that, appreciate that's it. That's that. Or if you want to do something that doesn't cost anything, you can go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review, right? Yeah. You absolutely can. <laughs> right. yeah. I was going to say that, but took the words right out that's of my right. mouth. I stole anyway, it. We don't have a new one. We did have the recent one. Uh, we, I'm sure more will come rolling in here, and but that doesn't take much time. Hit that five-star you can go on to do a quick review, a couple words, a paragraph, whatever you feel like. That helps us with that weird algorithm out there that gets us popping up for people to see and listen to. Oh, you listen to this? You would like No Simple Road. That was because of your review. Yeah, and it's then, a big deal. And, um, and we're in a new month, so we could use an April review. If you want to be our April reviewer, that'd be cool. Also, we have what's called the Tepid Line. Tepid. 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. And Aaron wants to do everything today. He won't let Apple and I talk. <laughs> go ahead. No, forget no it now. go for it. No, that's where <laughs> you, can, you can leave a review. You can um, tell us a story about your pet. Yeah. You could go to a show and just hold the phone up in the air and we could hear audio of it. Um, what else? You can tell us a joke. Recipes. Just and, get on there and interact. Yeah, you could do any, basically anything Ask you want. Ask us a question. Be like, hey, Aaron, how yeah, long does it take I, you to edit the show? Hey, Apple, what do you do at work, truly? Hey, Mel, when are you going to... That's blah, true. Blah, blah. I haven't thrown that one right? out. Like a Q&A. Yeah, like, you, you can have a ask question us questions us. and yeah. just be like, whatever you want to know. Wow, that's a great idea. You can just use a tepid line as your form of communication with No Simple Road, and then we'll play it on another an open, no, not another open, but another Episode. intro, and uh, you'll get your question answered. And last but not least, tell somebody you know about the show. Yeah, We that's could really so use helpful. your help in that department as well. That is how the mycelial network of our No Simple Road little family spreads. And, and then we could see each other at shows. And, and that's the best way to get there. I know that's my favorite. When one of your best friends or family members comes to you and is like, dude, you are really going to like this. That That's usually where the best things come you from. You know, one of my favorite things to do is when I learn about new music through the show and I pass that music on to a friend, I will send them the episode that we've um, interviewed them because there's always one or two songs that Aaron's put in the front and the back mm, of the episode. Yeah. And it's such a good way for people to get involved in the music, but also with the musicians. So think about it that way. Be like, Hey, have you heard little stranger? No, you haven't. Here's episode 270, blah, blah, blah. And you know, turn them on to something new. Yeah. Listen to Mel. She knows what she's talking about. Sometimes now. she does. Today like, trust do. me. I've been married to her for 24 years. She knows exactly what she's talking about. You should take her advice and do what she says. All right. That's <laughs> good it. advice. It's sound. <laughs> Definitely sound. We are going to get you to the interview. Remember, everybody, hang out after the conversation with Little Stranger is over to check in with the three of us. See where we're at. I know where we're at. Well, we're on our way to um, Skull and Roses right now. But yeah, you should stay out on afterwards. Don't just, you know. Take off. Thank you. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Little, Little Stranger. Stranger. Red Rover, Red Rover, don't think I'll ever be sober. Don't think I'll ever be sober. Don't, don't think I'll ever be sober.
to leave her Cause her to scare your head to the moon That milky dairy But it gave no fucks Virgin Mary like oh, Little sacrilegious to the strange thing game But we back for business And we rat tat tat on the tracks You listen matter of fact He's back for you Get bitten in a rap Did fat shit pack with madness In effect with electric Pit to pat And it's a legitimate Offender with a tit for tat And it's quit prone No more Hold on your bastards Like oh Lego my ego Put the winner in the bag oh. Put the mic in my hand At the height of the fan Ghost dummy but I'm up Like Geppetto Hit up Ah uh. So Cali, I'm San Diego. Got no Manchego in my wallet. It's all on the table. I pray to dinosaurs. Shop at the finest stores. I'm psychedelic, testing. I'm what you're dying for. Red Rover, Red Rover. I said, now Johnny, come over. Take two. You don't want to rock with the crew. You don't want to rock the way that we do. Better watch out. Gonna bite your tongue in half. Better have a good laugh in the back. Blast off with a brand new jetpack. Pack to the max like I'm never gonna get back. Hats off to the Mandalorian. Ain't no sleep to the story ends like, yeah. I've been thinking about you, Kriegel. I decided you're not fit to live. Marshal, you got nothing on me. I killed those two men in self-defense. Sure. There ain't no court in the world to convict me. I'm an innocent man. I'm the highest roller Cause I ran set like the Ayatollah In the iron storm I die in sober Roll off a Beethoven Quiet soldier Yo, don't try with this Cause I'm flying shit And when I'm on my side Like an iron fist That grip the glove Totally hold control Yo, hope and go Talk to my toe Explode or throw bowls Better be ready to pop shit I'm a man in my masculinity toxic Get try kick I'm at the top of a tall building Rock your body No time for chilling Roll to the beat Like you lost control Smoke lots of weed Like a pasta bro I'm feeling H.O.E. Like a pasta bowl You stop me That's impossible Uh What's happening, guys? Not much, man. What's going on? I'm Aaron. How's it going? I'm Aaron. Mel, yep. and welcome, man. That I'm. We're excited. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm the third member here. I'm Apple, and thank you so much for joining us, man. We have uh, been grooving on you guys lately. Awesome. Yeah. Who's Apple. a Who's a dog? That's my dog, Kuka. Yeah. Kuka. My, Kuka. My, my now wife and I adopted him during the. Um, during the quarantine Aww. and he was found on the street up in North Charleston 
here, and uh, he's the man. Yeah, Aww. you can't see, but Darwin's laying down here on the floor. He's right by and my. That's feet. not yeah. a person; it's a dog. <laughs> if you hear snoring, it's him or farting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Campy. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Do you, um, gentlemen, mind uh, introducing yourselves to the um, listener? Yeah, to family. listener family base. Absolutely. I'm John Shields of Little Stranger. And I'm Kevin Shields of Little Stranger. Not related. Not related. Okay, so Shields is like the stage name? Is that it? (laughs) Yeah, we'd be like, uh, I don't know how it happened. Everyone calls us brothers now. We just roll with it. But we met in high school, same last name, so we sat next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. So you're kind of like brothers. It was was obviously meant to be. That's like, wow. Yeah. We we, we assumed at first to your brothers because it just, you know, same name, yeah. same place. Yeah, yeah, about an hour ago. I think it was Mel. I was like, I guess they're, I can kind of see it. I'm like making brothers. myself foresee it. No, I, yeah. I found it on your guys' YouTube page where it says that the, no relation. It was like, okay. And, you know, nowadays there's no, like, sarcasm emoji. So you, right, <laughs> you right. don't fucking know. Yeah. So, guys, um, first of all, <laughs> Thanks for what you do, because it's fucking dope. <laughs> it's yeah. so much for fun, real. man, and so cool. Uh, do you remember just the other day, I was like, Aaron, is there any new music fun that you're grooving on? Boom. And he was like, try this. Boom. What? So much. I needed some fun music. I needed it so bad right now. There's a lot of other good music I'm listening to. I'm not saying that, but I needed fun upbeat i need to move i need my hip-hop swag i need to do that and i just haven't had anything fresh i haven't heard anything that of lyrics that i don't know yet and you guys are really awesome and fun and inspiring too that's thank you for doing it right now yeah man thank you Uh, for for your timing thank you so much much, really so here's the thing man like Obviously, like this podcast is very firmly entrenched in the jam band scene. Um, mm-hmm. Most of our guests come from that world, uh, but you guys are an outlier. And the way I found out about you, I'm part of like a a group chat thing on Instagram with a bunch of people that share live streams with each other, right? Uh, allegedly, supposedly mm-hmm. they do that. <laughs> and and um, about two months ago. I think you guys had played in Asheville just a while back. And uh, somebody was like in the group chat, they were at the show and they posted a little video and they were like, has anybody seen this band? These guys fucking killed it. And I'm always looking for new stuff. So I pulled you guys up and Apple and I were out on the porch and uh, I put on the, I put on the new album and I was like, holy shit, we got to get these guys on the show. Nah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and he and he didn't he didn't tell me what it like was well, usually. You didn't tell me who it was. He just put it on and we're sitting there listening. And I'm I'm like I'm, I'm like start saying name. He's like this is this like De La Soul? Is this Gorillas? <laughs> who who oh, is this? Two two great names. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. you guys encapsulate so much in yeah. your music and like you know they're like well you say it yourself the comparisons to like you know Beck and other things like that. But with your own flavor, like that Clint Eastwood remake and oh, that, that homage to them. I mean, it's just wow. I, I wanted, Thank you. I wanted to start there. Um, which one of you was it? 
Kevin, was it you? I think it was you, Kevin, that said that that song, yeah, right, changed your life. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm curious, dude, because I had an experience at my first Grateful Dead concert in 1989 that completely changed the rest of my life. Like, seriously altered everything. Um, after that show, I went back to where I was living, sold all my shit, bought a school bus, and went on the road. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was, I'm I just... Was what's that? I said I was 11. I couldn't quite do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm curious, like, how... I want you to go into that story a little bit more than that. Yeah. So what? Probably two. I think I said 2001. I think it was 2001. 2001 or 1990. Mm -hmm. Easy to to tell how old I am. Um, But uh, but yeah, my my dad, I think they were having the X Games in Philly that year. My dad worked in like Center City, Philadelphia for Verizon, I think at the time. And uh, I just remember it was like it was like a whole day. He he like did a kind of half day at work. And I was an 11 year old, just like running the stairs up and down, just like trying to exert all types of energy. But yeah, it was, it was pretty early on. I think we were going to a street competition where I got Kareem Campbell's autograph, one of my favorite skaters, Yeah. but, but it was just like, it was like, it was just this combination of like all of the coolest things I'd ever seen, like skateboarding live that at that high of a level, it was like all around Philly, all these kind of monumental areas. And then I remember there was just like, you know, Gorillaz probably just had a street team out there at the time. It was the first single off of their self-titled album, yeah, the first album. Very first. And uh, yeah, I just like, I like couldn't believe it. The art artwork was so cool. And then I remember coming home to listen to it and just being like, holy shit, what is this? This wow. is unlike anything I've really heard before. It definitely, that, that stuff destroyed genre yeah yeah man but yeah damon albarn is like my favorite melody creator i just think he's got such an ear for melody and then to combine it with hip-hop in a way that sort of like just blends seamlessly yeah so seamlessly yeah we we really shared when we started the group uh I had just gotten really like I, I heard Clint Eastwood when it came out and kept up with like the singles as they came out. But I really dove deep in college and got uh, when me and Kevin started making music together, we both had this like passionate love for gorillas. And that kind of sparked what what we wanted to do with our music, not to be the, like them, but like had this kind of hip hop meets melody. Yeah. yeah, it's cool when you see somebody not necessarily doing what you want to do, but like in a direction that close to what you want to do. And it, it like helps you to figure out your own way in, in a sense, you know, it's not that you want to copy. It's like, dude, that mood, I want to replicate that mood that I made that made me feel like that. And totally. that that's what I'm pick up from you guys is like, I just, first of all, personally, you know, I love to be silly. I love to laugh. I like to dance. I like to use my energy because I've got a lot of it. So moods like music creates certain moods and the jam band music definitely gets a lot of energy out, but there's something about hip hop that doesn't get scratched with a lot of music that we end up, you know, listening to a lot or going to um, concerts a lot that when you guys jump on the scene, this is like kind of flash forward. I was born in 78. So I was growing up in the nineties. I was like, you know, having a family and stuff like that. So it, it definitely impacted me, but like, you know, Donna Summer was really like impacted me and the Beach Boys and like other stuff like that. Um, 
but something that's current and what you guys are doing, it's like, um, consciously. So I want to hear how you guys like started playing music together, like how that formed. You guys know your style, but like, how did you guys form together, you know, in that way? Yeah. Um, we, we were both in, uh, different projects. Um, I had a band that toured a little bit on the East coast. We were more of like a reggae kind of jam band. Um, our early, it was funny, actually the drummer in, in that band, it was called long miles. He told me that the band took a turn for the, for the worse when I got into fish. Because I <laughs> and, and like I had a similar thing, Aaron, like you said, I saw my first fish show. Uh, it was their second show back at Hampton and ate like three tabs of acid with my buddy. I didn't even know the band. He just scored these tickets. I just fell more in love with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Was like, Will you be my best friends? <laughs> yeah, please. I've got the deep fish yeah, I'm a big, huge fish fan. And, uh, he so like this was more of a reggae jam band that band fell apart and i we moved back to philly from charleston and kevin's band was kind of on like the decline a little bit or maybe yeah. just stagnant yeah and uh we were both in philly for a period of like nine months and i had just gotten into production but on a very very um simple level i was like in garage band recording vocals through like you were a, learning. Yeah, you were figuring yeah, it out. Learning and like figuring out how to make beats and do it. And um, Kevin and I had like, I guess he had hopped on stage with us when my band would play in Philly and his band would play in Philly and we would go out there and see yeah, him. Yeah. And we kind of always like looked at each other and were like, dude, we got to do something together. It would be so great. So we had this idea to just do like a side project EP. And um, when we recorded it in Philly, it was pretty clear while we were making it that we that we just meshed together really well we had the same exact vision for what we wanted to do what did that feel like what what does that feel like because it feels it feels different for each one of you but it's the same feeling kind of you know what i mean it's like with the when you fall in love it's like you're not yourself but you feel like the other person feels but different you know what i'm saying like how does that feel (laughs) For, if you for, can break it down it was like a for me it was like a almost immediate like feeling of you're like leveling up you're oh, you're shit. working at your best level like you're you're almost like impressing yourself to Ooh. Like with, with some of the stuff that you like didn't quite think but it's because you know the songs are getting you there we we'd always been fans of each other so i think that like that helps yeah that like helps there's that mutual respect that like you just kind of trust where the process is going and try to then you know flaunt your best thing on top of it yeah, I think for for me and my former band, I didn't ha- have that other person who was also a creator and like innovator. It was me creating and then the band who were amazing musicians, but just from the creative standpoint, it was me. Yeah. And so to meet Kevin, who was this like spark plug of creativity and to be able to double that on top of what I could provide, like, and then, wow. and then you just, we were feeding off each other and like, if you wrote a cool verse and I, we, we get better because of each other. Yeah. Because we're trying to outdo, not outdo, but like, you know, you want to step up. To You're the stepping plate. it up. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, what's, what's really trippy about the whole thing is the music that you guys make. It's uh, the music is amazing. The lyrics are amazing, but to watch the two of you yeah. <laughs> is, is the whole thing. Like if, if you're just listening on Apple Music, you're blowing it. 
you need to like for real see you guys because yeah. it's it's a visual thing it's a it's a performance and i don't know how to say this the how did i put the way that you guys flow together i've never seen that before i i've heard it produced and but i've never seen somebody do that like flowing line to line back and forth mm-hmm. seamlessly where you don't know like if I was listening to you guys, I wouldn't know which one of you guys was actually doing it or if that was a sample or yeah. what. Is that all intentional to to pull it together like that? Because it makes it super fucking psychedelic. Hell yeah. That's that's so we were just talking about yesterday, like that we're starting to get this feedback like that, that if people were starting to see in like our Facebook group, uh, we have like a fan page. It's amazing. And uh people being like, you have to see them live. And that for me is like my dream. I want that as a band to be the live experience. And we love the studio too. But I think that's all a product of like the first, when when we started the band, we felt like we were kind of behind because we were now like 26. Mm-hmm. And when I was 19 in my first band, I was like, all right, if I don't make it by 25, you know, yeah. like time was so, <laughs> my grip on time was so stupid. And uh, we started at 26 and we found a booking agent who uh, our our buddy, Caleb Coker, he had just gotten out of CAA and he was doing like grunt work there and he just wanted to work his ass off. We wanted to work our ass off. So we were like, put us on tour as many dates as we can possibly do for the next like three years because we had to build markets. We had no name. Right. right. And so we just took every gig we could possibly get and played four hours four hour gigs where we were like we didn't have enough material so we were making up music and like just just trying to get it rolling yeah and i think in doing that for like three years straight of just playing music like five nights a week what kind of gigs are those like what what like early on were like a lot of bars okay Uh, yeah like in a corner of a bar um you know, a lot of, uh, what, what do you call them? A uh, shopping mall. Bring it, bring in your own sound system. <laughs> okay. Bring in your PA with you. <laughs> PA. Yeah. I mean, all, all the first tours were done in a sedan. So like, yeah, it's like, it was pretty minimal, but yeah, we, we'd show up with about 45 minutes worth of material and do four hours. Yeah. And, and just like, that. like Kevin freestyle <laughs> for two hours, but it, but it made wow. us like, you know, mesh. So probably so hard. I I think we got to a point where we were way more comfortable on stage than off stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like our chops <laughs> just got, so we, we just cut our teeth doing that. And then when we're not touring together, Kevin and I live together and uh, it's like, I, we just like sort of become symbiotic in a way. We all okay. live together. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah so you get it. Yeah. We totally yeah. get it. Well, Aaron and I are married, so we've lived together and, for and a while. Me and this guy have been friends since we were teenagers. Oh. For like 40, 40 years, yeah. we've been best oh, friends. Dude, yeah. that's so awesome. That is awesome. What man. is that like? Tell it, me what that's it, like. I'll tell you what, man. It's <laughs> Maybe he was asking Apple. It's a little <laughs> fucking annoying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, that's true. It can be because we're so much alike. Yeah. We can get on, you know, it's like become a brothership to where we can read each other. We know the energy. We also know how to push a button when we're being shitty mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're... they're yeah, we know each other very well, and I think Mel Mel has said too they've been married twenty four years, uh, 
sometimes we we remind her, like both of us are so similar. She's yeah. like, oh my god, you, what was that? We were playing it. We were playing a game, <laughs> yeah. or she she would open like like it was uh, you were going through a magazine. It's like a it's like a page of like you know ten coffee tables, and she's like, if you were a coffee table, what would you be without? Like let neither one, and we would pick the same fucking every thing. fucking time. Every like, fucking if you were time. a plant, what would you be? If you were a color, well, that blue one for sure. Yeah, me too. That's amazing. Yeah, to- total twinsies in a lot of regards, but then also very opposites mm-hmm. in, in oh, yeah. some ways too. But right? I'll, I'll tell you this: it's having a friend for. The, I remember my dad telling me when I was like fifteen. He's like, if if a man has one true friend in his life, he's a rich man, and I. Like, I got all kinds of fucking friends. What are you talking? I got a whole crew. Like, yeah. no, he was so right. And like having a homie like that, there's nothing like it. I mean, you guys know. You, you, yeah, you, we, yeah, we do. There's yeah, no really- fucking way you could do what you do and not be tight. And, you know. Well, and you you just said you got married. So there, that's great living with your homie, of course. But then you add, you know, an element of like, now we're married and you've got a homie um it definitely can complicate things but because we're all so close it's almost like like him and I are brothers you know we're straight up like he's the been the uncle to my kids for you know for like their whole life life. and so and then then there's also that jealousy thing oh yeah we both get jealous of I've gotten jealous of her (laughs) of her time with him and she gets jealous of my time but like you, you guys are always hanging out on the patio talking, and I come out and you get quiet. Uh-huh. That's like what well, we were talking about stuff you, you probably don't want to hear about. <laughs> and then likewise with them, they're a married couple. I walk into the middle of a situation, all of a sudden it gets quiet, and I'm like, "He's like, what the fuck's going well, on? I don't know what's going on with No Simple Road because you guys are talking. <laughs> like we were in bed, we were sleeping. What? Like, oh no, you were scheming for sure. Oh fuck yeah, See? All, all the time. You know, it, it can be successful is the point and it's very helpful yeah. when especially nowadays dude like the financial burden of having a really um comfortable place to live is overwhelming and if you're an artist as such as you guys you know that it's not you know raking it up unless you have like some wealthy parents or something like it is hard out there so if you can find like and people that you trust that you have to and want to create with you're styling Mm-hmm. You're styling. You're going to have little spats with anybody in your life. So why not work it out with the people that you love? Yeah. Do you guys, I'm, I'm really, no, you, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. No, you guys, but you guys seem to me to kind of be the way we are. Like you have similar sense of humor for sure. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> and, and, and to be able to flow together like that, you have to be similar energy wise. So am I on, am I on track? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. We're very much like our, I mean, our, yeah, everything we're interested in is pretty much the same and it's yeah. a sense of humor. I mean, that's like just so essential to a lasting bromance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that and the fact that we're both some, just some sensitive boys. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that's a yeah, huge factor. Really? A we're very, we're very, we're very open with our emotions with each other and uh, you know, very yeah. Yeah, I, I think i think it we do we know we do better in a day when you just like explain if you're feeling really shitty right off the bat really oh yeah i'm taking yeah. notes and, and not yeah. even that, i think it doesn't even necessarily we know like i know yeah. if you're feeling yeah. shitty or you know if i am but but it is nice we really we do like 
were able to talk openly about, or if, you know, if I said something that I felt was a little abrasive or something, we, we pretty quickly chat about it, hug it out. Yeah. That's very you know, healthy. No, yeah. I mean, it has to be. We're we're doing this for life. We're fucking. Dang. In it. You're in it. Partner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> partnership. So, it, I yeah. mean, playing. You guys are playing like what hundred shows a year before the pandemic is what what I read. Right. That's yeah. It's about the same now that we're back. Okay. So, dang. You're cutting your teeth and playing four hour sets in corners of bars and shit's not like that now. Like you guys are starting to do your thing, and uh. How does it feel? <laughs> I, I I think it feels good. I I definitely I have the I have the days where I miss just like being able to stretch out like that and like be able to goof off almost. Mm-hmm. Like like our, our last run was so awesome. We were out with uh, the movement in Ballyhoo. We were we were the first of three. It was thirty minute sets every night, and we're like we're like just getting into our rhythm towards the end of that. But also we're not, you know, we're doing a hundred something shows a year. We can't do four hours every night. Yeah. Like, you know, and then also drive ourselves to the next city and get ready and do all that. Like we're still, we're still a pretty tight knit, smaller team, mm-hmm. but, but the festivals and some of these things we've been seeing in front of us have just been like, I mean, it's been phenomenal. The, the, the growth is being like felt physically and mm-hmm. like online. It's just, uh, yeah, every, every, like every new city is, is kind of blows blows me away right now we've been we we pretty much uh, we've reached the point where like we haven't hit a city in a while where there's nobody there that knows about us yeah yeah like before yeah we'd show up to like fucking augusta georgia or something there's like two people who happen to be there in the room (laughs) (laughs) and uh but yeah i've actually my really my good friend was over yesterday and he asked me about because we got some really great festival plays coming up this summer doing peach and summer camp um a, a handful more and uh he was asking me about like how that felt and if he if i he asked me did you think like you know once your name got on those bills that that would be like a landmark thing and i i hadn't really thought about it at all it's such like an ongoing process of mm-hmm. just like head down grinding forward that I didn't, it has, hasn't even really crossed my mind a whole lot about like where we're at now, but we're fucking stoked. So stoked to Dude, be, the festivals ha- have definitely been a goal, like to be on some. To see you on the bill lineup. of peach, like that's 40,000 people, brother. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of, that's a lot of human Exposure beings. Exposure and 80,000 eyeballs. And a yeah. lot of happiness that you're bringing out. Like that's a dope, like that's you guys that like your act is the magic wand, you know, and however you play it, you're playing it for 40,000 people. You're sending it out there. Do you guys ever think about stuff like that? Like, what do we want the crowd to feel like today? We do. We like, uh, we have this whole, we send it so hard. Like every set that we play, (laughs) we just go all in. I don't think there's been one ever that we've just like slept on. Like, ah, tonight doesn't really matter. We just like, just dig in and do Put on the best show we possibly can. We had a cool one. We were down at holidays uh in December, which was like it was in Mexico. It was Umphreys and Mo. Oh, yeah. Well, Mo did Mo. Mo, Mo, Mo they had to out. come Mo at, out. back out. Um, Lotus built in. Oh yeah. The homies from Charleston. Yeah, it was a very jam-oriented festival. And then we were on there. Our 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 newest manager. We have we're co-managed now, but Vince Iwinski also manages Umphreys. 
So he's been a huge help in getting introduced into the jam scene a little because mm. we've been in the reggae world for a while. Okay. And we kind of we kind of like and we have this hip hop thing. We're like floating in somewhere in between. And it was interesting at holidays to see people who watched a weekend of jam music to come and watch our set. And I, you, I could almost feel like there was three songs of like, what the fuck are we watching right now? <laughs> and then they like got it. And it was a great, we played the after party. We were late night. So everyone was nice and loose. Good and good uh, Yes. Yeah. And it went, it was awesome. They, they dug it and it was kind of our first step into a jam a proper yeah. jam festival it, it it's it seemed odd to me when i saw like you guys are on the bill of summer camp on the bill of peach i was like hmm and then i started thinking about it. i was like it's fucking perfect it's fucking perfect yeah. man and it, you guys fit you guys do fit and i think just what you just said you know when those people are lit up we're ready for anything, man. And yeah. and you and you guys get up there and start doing what you do. Bring that in. You're energy. twisting fucking people's heads, man. That I mean oh, yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm old or what, but like trying to follow your flow, I can't even think that fast. <laughs> I can't, can't even fucking think that fast. Like I'm I'm two two lines behind you and you're, you know, sailing into the distance and that's part of the the joy of it and i think that's why the mix of the jam scene and you guys works and like mel said i think a lot of the people in this community feel the way that mel does oh yeah where, where we're looking for something we're all like, that doesn't sound like fish like you guys are the same yeah. age you you're the same age so you grew up with the same music and so there's a lot of that my our age group you know had the same type of music and for me i did didn't know anything about the Grateful Dead till I married this one. Like I heard about them and that's it. I didn't go exploring. I Jerry Garcia died the year my daughter was born. That's all I knew. No big deal, whatever. Then I meet him. And then of course I know all this music cause they do a lot of covers too. So I just happened to fall right into enjoying the dead also, but I grew up on all hip hop and R and B and freaking um soft rock 70s and disco and like all that so the people that are my age they're loving disco that's why i don't know if you guys know who goose is but goose is a band yeah. that's so amazing uh, yeah. for their that that way that they freaking the bass and the guitar that disco kind of vibe like people want that we want something different but like all of it why we want all of it you know why can't we have all of it is is my I want point it all. yeah like <laughs> I love yeah. jam bands, but once we're done and we're wanting to party, I want to hear like the nice little groove to put me back on the vibe, you know, like yeah. bring me back down yeah. to earth. Hip hop is very grounding, you know, and it mm. kind of has like a more earthy kind of like feel to it when you're like floating in the space of, you know, like these some of these jam bands. It's nice to come be brought back down. So you guys, you're like the like the coffee and cake after the dope dinner <laughs> love that new bio hell yeah, hell yeah. you know like wow. everybody wants yeah. a little you know dessert time with a cigar and a you know some some little brandy or whatever like that's where you guys are serving it up and it's, it's that's not refreshing it's comforting mm. do you yeah. know it's like a different that, thing that backbeat of hip-hop to mm. just kind of knock your head and sit in this groove 
So it's so important Talking with what, yeah, it's so with what you're, the lyrics, it's so important with what you're putting out. Let's talk about those. Yeah. How do you guys, who does it? Do you guys feed off of each other? Like what's the style? Um, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a bit of both. We do some songs will be me creating like a hook. And then I, I very quickly now that I've gotten better at producing, start making the session and coming up with the drums and bass. And then sometimes I'll write like my verse and hook and send it to Kevin. And two days later, he comes back with a verse. We lay down his verse and then maybe we come up with like an outro thing together. Sometimes we'll make a beat or Kevin will walk by the room and I have a beat going on. He's like, what is this? Yeah. Comes in (laughs) and then it's the two of us just having some beers and like feeding off each other and coming up with lines. But we always strive for like being we we like being clever in our lyrics mm-hmm. and not um well there's a couple songs on the last album that we do get pretty like serious and emotional but typically it's more like uh like see it could be taken as like not much depth to it but but like <laughs> i don't think that i think, our, I think, I think that, our wordplay and like yeah, creative yeah, cleverness yeah. is actually in there if you're if you're ready Paying to attention. hear it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what, what songs are we talking about? Ask Me Why, the last song on the album, is probably like, yeah. probably our most just serious. serious. Yeah, yeah, vulnerable, vulnerable serious, just uh, a, a little more on the nose. Because, okay. yeah, we, all, we always talk about like, we we take what we do seriously, we don't take ourselves seriously. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Like, like, it's supposed to be fun, but yeah. then like the craft, the craft of it, is the part that's like I want to fucking dive in. I think that I think that's why like we can make we can make something that could be a pretty shallow, simple idea into a much more fun song to listen to because like either the wordplay or just the like like the way of it the way the idea is presented is a lot more fun, kind of wrapped inside like a I don't know a clever line. Right, right, and it it does it that shines through the the cleverness of the lyrics. Um, that's one of the things that attracted me to you guys. And it's, it's fun and it's funny. And, and like I said before, it's, it's, it's audio visual and, uh, your, your videos. That, that's what I was going to, cause we, <laughs> we've been, on, man. we've, oh been, we've been listening, we've been listening to you a lot. And then just recently started, a, I asked, I was like, have you guys watched the video? And they're the like, Caterpillar video. Oh shit. Yeah. That <laughs> won't, amount, what is it? Won't, won't amount to nothing. Yeah, we're just fucking cracking up. Like, yeah, let's let's start with that one because that was several years ago. Did you guys go rent yeah. caterpillar suits and decide? Uh, so, to- we, uh, so that song, which is really cool, my dad actually wrote that song back in the eighties. Oh, um, yeah, we've done two. We have another song called Queens of the Nile that my dad wrote as well. And so we, I took his. It's an old like rocker song, and we flipped it and made it more hip hop. And Kev took the verses. Yeah, and we had this. I forget how we came up with this idea. Oh, the, of the, the caterpillar idea is from the British prank show. Uh, oh my god, oh, what's yeah, it called? What's it called uh... There's this incredible Comedy Central used to play it all the time. It was one of my favorite videos to watch. It's there's this like guy with a giant cell phone who just like screams in large crowds. And <laughs> it's all that like uh, like hidden camera ish. Uh... Yeah, but but one of one of the skits was they had a snail just going across like going across the busiest roads ever and just watching. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, we can, we, we can, we can twist this into like even more 
like goofy all around town and then just add new york city to anything and it's madness well yeah new york is the perfect oh, well and shit. caterpillar being like the one amount to nothing you know like striving yeah. to be a butterfly yes. right? um works so well so we hit up um a friend of ours in boston named brett phillips he's done the majority of our music videos and he's awesome along with our friend alex vizi down here but brett knew a costume designer this girl um, named Rebecca, and we hit her up, and she custom made these. Oh wow! And you got them all fucking dirty, rolling around, and sliding <laughs> yeah, through the day, street. Day one, just <laughs> fucked them up, ruined them. Um, yeah, we were like, it has to be New York because no one gives, a, no one cares in New York. That's like every day. Yeah. They're just gonna walk past you and like maybe, yeah. maybe honk, maybe we, not. We ran into uh, Questlove out there too. Oh, oh that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, we were on his. I think we were on his Instagram story. He did not want to talk to us. Yeah, I we tried running know. at him. <laughs> Dude, any, if, if I came running at you in a caterpillar costume, well, you guys would probably be like, hey, hug. Yeah. <laughs> "Brother." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I love in the video too. You see it in the people. It's like 50 50 percent of the people are annoyed. You know, the, the ones that don't care, the ones that are pissed off and kind of annoyed, and the ones that are like getting into it. Yeah like, yeah, like this is fun, and it, it, you rode the subway parade at some at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a wild, it was a wild day, and it was just like it was just like all right, I think this corner could be good. I mean, we started off the day with John running down the street naked. Yeah, the first shot of the day was <laughs> the at end like, at yeah the the last shot yeah. where you see my skinny little butt running down. The street. <laughs> it was like it was like thirty five degrees out, oh. and we woke up at the crack of dawn to get going i think did we, play we had played before? in connecticut the night before and yeah. driven down so we were on like two hours of sleep oh. and we like woke up cracked some beers got to get into characters being these shitbag caterpillars <laughs> and uh yeah the first shot of the day was me running naked and we had to do the take like five times yeah there were a couple of cars yeah, like, yeah yeah a car full of women just like once they saw this they just stuck like parked their car put the hazards on just watched yeah and mind you it's 35 degrees yeah out, yeah right? ain't nothing special happening yeah, 35 degrees yeah. i got you holy shit man oh my god okay wow. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the the, the from the the, the the Red Rover, the new the new one, the Red Rover. I, I watched this morning. What is it? Is it uh, Girl Three? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That where, yeah. Play where it's the two girls that play you with like the tidy whities on, getting out of bed, <laughs> and the one has the mustache, and it, it's, yeah. it was like kind of creepy at first, but then I was cracking up. <laughs> yeah, I, I love your guys' videos, man. The uh, Red Rover, that's his nephew, lives with us and is is, is like a an anime fan and everything. And a, a Power yeah. Rangers grew up with that. That video is fucking so entertaining and so well done. And you guys are having so much fun with the costumes and everything. That How was that? Yeah, I mean, that was just like, yeah, that, that was a classic. Like, all right, what would, you know, like. 10 year old me would have wanted to do in a music video and i think we 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 found the helmets first and then we're like all right i guess we gotta make a music video because these yeah. are so sick yeah we had found the helmets <laughs> on etsy from a guy in uh like thailand i think who he makes cosplay power rangers helmets oh, and we just wanted the helmets so bad <laughs> so we bought them and then the brett who directed the video he had this whole other idea for it and we were like well 
we bought Power Rangers helmets. <laughs> 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 it's too late. That's we nice, already got but... the helmets. <laughs> but yeah, that was the most in-depth we ever got. Like the, we we spent a, the the most money we ever spent on a video and funded it all ourselves, which was we, we were trying to look for some people who might want to help out and kind of got hit dead ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were good. Yeah. <laughs> they said we don't want to see a megazord smoking weed and vomiting that was on fucking yeah. brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. And it it fits the like I know it's not a maybe it is a conscious thing like it's it's you guys. It's on brand. I hate to say that. Yeah. But it's yeah. you guys and like it I don't know. Like we've been saying this whole time, it's not like anything else, and it is really like after talking to you guys, it really is you guys. It's I, not, I could it's see not you guys doing. On, like, I could see you guys doing a TV show. Yeah, like that would be fun to watch. Well, here here's some good news for you. <laughs> During the uh, VH1 just signed. Yeah, <laughs> hot off the, the press pandemic. If you look on YouTube, we have three episodes. We did. It's called LSTV. It was Little Stranger <laughs> Television. And okay. during the pandemic, we were here at home. My mom and her boyfriend were here as well. It was the two of us, yeah. our friend Alex Vizi and my wife, Aggie. And we, we filmed three episodes. They're like 45 minutes long. of It's a mix of like live performance, some music videos from friends from that friends. we or people we dig a lot. And then some like sketch, okay. you know, our, our, our best attempt at sketching. Yeah. I can't wait. Okay. I can't <laughs> wait. That out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing it down now so I don't forget. So... <laughs> It's fun to watch from the first, like, I just watched them again the other day. And like the first one to the third one, I was like, holy shit, we learned a lot. Yeah, we got better. <laughs> we learned a lot about this. But yeah, they took That's forever. Right. Like we'd be up till eight in the morning the night before we were putting them out and using four different computers to export videos and like. Yeah, but what the fuck else were we doing? Well, yeah, you know, yep. we ate a ton of mushrooms during those. <laughs> With mom hanging out. Mom, mom's down with it. Mom she actually Hell told yeah. me I, I gave my mom a chocolate bar that I had uh, while she was here. She was like, "Me and Walter are going to go down to the beach." Um, and I had I had been holding on to this one for a, a long time, and I I had had another one that was really good, and I gave it to her. And my mom told me that my mushrooms were bunk. Oh, <laughs> oh dang! You yeah. bunked out, mom. That's yeah. fucked up. I hope you made it <laughs> up to her. I, I I will. We're stocked up for her next arrival. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, that would be harsh to take. Your mom coming like your shit's bonk. Yeah, like, lame. <laughs> I thought it was good. I guess I was wrong. What can you get, mom? <laughs> so, do you guys have any plans on uh, coming out west? Are you coming up Pacific Northwest way anytime? Uh, Pacific Northwest, probably not for a bit. Well, yeah, potentially. We're waiting to hear back about some tours that we are submitted oh, yeah. for. Yeah, that's so. True as support there's a chance we, we could be coming on a west coast tour in the summertime yeah we're doing we're doing like uh san diego like socal and arizona for around 420 but yeah i saw that v what was a v, viva iris yes my favorite named festival ever that that is pretty good pretty good yeah i <laughs> okay um we we really do want to get out west and i think that uh for us now, it's just a matter of um, just logistically figuring it out. And I, I think this year we're trying, we're finally getting some looks on support tours that we weren't getting in the last few years. 
but we would love to get out there and do a yeah. headlining was, run. Yeah, where, West. Where, where are you guys based? Portland, Oregon. We're in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Portland. Where were we for the? We were out in Seattle at um, this what? Oh, recording. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, it was a, right outside Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Man, I. What? Well, go ahead. Oh, I just can't say. I saw you guys. Really, like, it looks like your next date coming up. You guys are playing in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's our first trip to Vegas. We're okay, that's... where where in Vegas? It's three eleven day. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. We okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, three eleven's doing three, the whole thing. 11, and uh three, we are we're playing an after party and we're playing like um a, a pre party. Fun. And then another after party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's where after we're, the party, it's the after that's party. That's where we're all from originally. We moved up here six years ago what? from Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. yeah, we lived most so what of do you, our life. What do you want to know? You guys, you guys were all dancers? Yep. Oh. You know <laughs> it, baby. <laughs> I've never met anyone who grew up in Vegas. Oh, you yeah. Guys are so much more chill than I would have expected. We are. Uh, that's how you become chill, is from being from I Vegas. Live in Portland now. It, it was. Living in that town is a trip, man. It's it's super transient. It's hard to make close friends because everybody's. That, that's either, not true. We made very well, close friends very easily. Not easy, but it wasn't easy for everyone. Not as easy as moving up here. Uh huh. Um, meeting friends. It's a. Uh, the mindset is very set on like making money and and because it's that's really it. it's really fucking easy to make a lot of money working there. Like, I knew bartenders that were making like two three grand a night tending bar so wow. why would you bother doing anything you know what i mean you could just tend bar well, i think things are much different now yeah. this was pre-pandemic all this that we're talking about because i used to work in the hotels casinos mel park cars I, I was a valet i worked in the spa all that and everybody just goes money or goes money goes to vegas to spend money spend money and hopefully they want to make money so it's it's like encapsulated about money everything's about money so the con- connections they're you know they're trying to make money and leave they're trying to make money and send it back to their country they're trying to make money and like buy a house somewhere else you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. always focused on that so the people you're around is just kind of like at first um you know hey nice to meet you but they got their mindset on something else and and if you got any kind of like um Addictive personality. Yeah, if you got any problems, <laughs> it's there. They are going to be fucking exacerbated. And if you don't, you might. Yeah. 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 Every, every vice, 24 hours just, a day. It, yeah, it's so accessible. And it's like, if everyone's doing it, is it wrong? And I I, I know that him and I are lucky to be sitting here for, <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah. from growing up there. No, yeah. no, it's, it's nuts, man. But, I mean, I would think growing up in a city like Philly is gnarly too in its own way right well I, we were suburban boys okay. we were like uh, okay about 30 minutes north of the city yeah kev lived in the city before coming down to charleston yeah for like six years um which was great yeah why charles why charleston i came down to college here because uh i didn't really know where i wanted to go and a couple of my bandmates from my former band got in here and so I just applied and we were like, keep the band together. And um, the place is amazing. It's an awesome town. And Aww. currently where it's at, like the, the music scene here for, for such a small city is so concentrated with good musicians. Wow. Like everything comes through the poorhouse. Right? The poorhouse yeah. is like one of the best venues yeah. we've ever been to. I, I, every band I like, I see that like, oh, playing the poorhouse. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Playing the playoffs. Fish is coming through next month. Yeah, they'll be back in North Charleston. Uh, can yeah. we go back to that for a second? How <laughs> I want to know how did listening to Fish affect your like make you have a turn for the worse in that other band? Yeah, well, I think like um when I started making music, I was really into uh like Jack Johnson and G Love and Slightly Stupid. Okay. And I was uh I was definitely naturally inclined to um, I was writing good, just really simple, kind of catchy hooks like that. And then I got into Fish, and I was like, "We need to be a jam band." <laughs> so my songs, my songs went from being like hook oriented things to like composed pieces of music that just wasn't what the band needed. He's right. He was writing the, the dub version of of Game Hinge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I can definitely do this, guys. So I'm like, yeah. I can write about lizards. Why not? Fuck yeah. it. Hell yeah. I love that. I, uh, <laughs> I get it. That makes sense, man. I I think that uh, I for sure we need to like come down to that part of the, the country. We have so many friends that live down there. And, and you know, it's a uh, here's so much good stuff about it down there. I got to got to make our way. Um, yeah. But. You let us know it is it's a lovely place to hang out so when when because it'll happen when when you guys come up this way um i'll send you my number and uh you guys have a place to stay we have a nice big house like not far from all the venues you got family in yeah you portland. got family in portland man Heck yeah. yeah hell yeah that's awesome um but i since putting out the album in 2021 during all the shit that was going on, did it... What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Do you think it helped or hurt you? The timing? of Yeah, yeah, the the timing. For us, we were so, um, we were so kind of desperate to put this out we had gone through this uh we signed with a record label at the beginning of 2020 that turned out to be a horrendous experience and they were really trying to make us a pop act they didn't like what we were creating and they were setting us up with writers in la that we just weren't there was we were totally out of sync with these people what we were trying to make as a little stranger and so by the time we got out of that which then even getting out was like a five month ordeal and it it was expensive and we went into debt. And so we got out and then when it came time to put this out, we had been sitting on a lot of this music for a while, but we weren't allowed to do anything with it. Mm. And so we were pretty desperate to get it out. Timing wise, I think it was like, yeah, it worked out. I'm sure. I'm also sure it's very different up in Portland compared to like, a lot of places down south like the world the world was like pretty open back again kind of around but we were putting that out down here that's true but we also like you know every time we go up north we're very much reminded of 
what's actually happening down mm-hmm. down here they like to minimize a lot of that mm-hmm. yeah but i but i i yeah i i feel like it was it was a good time for us but it was also it was strange that it was like november it's it's very much like bright music that you almost want for the summertime and things yeah and i'm excited to see it come back around this like yeah. spring and everything dude, dude. yeah and, and we didn't the way it rolled out we had already kind of our fall was booked up ish and we didn't get to do like a proper album release tour that like you ideally wanted right do a national run around your release but everything sort of shuts down in the industry come like december 1st really yeah um i think for putting it out in november in that time i'm very pleased with how it all rolled out yeah well thank goodness you made it through that i I couldn't imagine screw the people who would like hear you guys and be like I like them, but we need to change some shit here. Like, but that's the music business. Like, I know. Yeah, they yeah. want something more polished and bigger mass of. Uh, the, yeah. yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you the 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 line that did it that's fucking <laughs> that I lost sleep over for six months was uh, we sent them like eighteen songs that we, we needed eleven for the record, and we were like, we got eleven bangers in here, mm-hmm. and. Uh, sent them the songs they hit us back and he's like ah, like two, two of these are good the rest of these we'll put on like definite no's on a bunch and then a couple maybes he was like it just a lot of it sounds a little too much too sounds like little stranger like a little too much and maybe we can um, we we're like what okay. what did you change your name with them yeah, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was wow. Yeah, what was the fuck, man? Me what and Kev the fuck? After that phone call, we were both crying, just like, wow, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <so bad." laughs> well, because at that point, you'd already signed, like, your life away. Yeah. And shit. Oh, yeah. we, were, we were in deep at that oh, point. Well, the fuck, lesson learned, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's how actually, you learn. that's tough. That's hard knocks. But you know what? I bet that mistake won't happen no. again. No. Yeah. And, and it, it lit, I think it lit like the perfect fire we kind of needed to like get out of it and, and do a lot of things that like probably were getting put on the back burner. Cause we mm. were like, all right, you know, let's, let's, let's blow this up and do it how we're supposed to totally. do it. Yeah. You know, like, like the way we, we both kind of knew, but we're, we're, we're very much like, if we're going to try to do something, we're going to give it our, our best and we're going to dive in. And even if it, even if it means that we're not the happiest sometimes, like we were like, we're going to give it our best. We're going to give it our best. And then we just kept being like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, mom, my mom's kind of proud. I signed a record deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. suffice to say that like, everything now is self-produced yeah yeah your own label uh we we released this last record through a a group called ineffable records they're based out of california yeah i think they're yeah they're cali based yeah and uh they're amazing they're they're like what we want they're a boutique label okay we have complete creative control. They just have the yeah. avenues and like the, <laughs> they know how to do ad spends and they, they have a lot of connections mm. with other bands in the scene that we can link up with. And they've been amazing. So no, dude, we right want to own your masters. That's and, how it and, should be. Yeah. 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 None of that how, shit. Come there's, on. There's ways for everybody to get paid without having to just do that. Yeah. Part. But it is, it's like, it becomes a goal. It becomes a goal. And like, it felt good signing a deal. 
you're like you're like i did it i got like a job right <laughs> you know i'm i'm gonna be fucking satisfied and there's like one more there's one picture around the house it's a polaroid of the <laughs> night that we signed the contract and we're like hugging each other like yeah we did yeah. it and then we burned all the pictures like that ceremony. <laughs> yeah again sensitive boys over here yeah. we're having like witch meetings and yeah it's strange because their headquarters burned down like a week ago no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a tragic accident yeah man yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that happened man but you know what well, you want to know it's his dad would always say experience is knowing what not to do oh shit that's right and the only way you learn that is by either getting screwed or failures yeah or, like you you have to know that we're like, knocking it out of the park too well, yeah but you don't know what it feels like to fall on the ground yeah, okay you know what Fair i'm enough. saying you yeah. have to get you have to have those dumb yeah. little injuries and thank oh, god yeah. it only took you five months people talking about years and shit that they're enslaved to these you know record companies like yeah. oh yeah yeah you guys yeah. don't need any shackles of any kind you need as much freedom to create like old yeah. shit new shit weird shit like all of it let them go yeah <laughs> well, I think that we, like Ken said before, now now whenever we're like, you know, if we think something's funny, but we're, we question, like, is this a little too much to do? We now, because we went through that, we're like, fuck it. Yeah. Who cares at this point? Let's just like lean into it. And I yeah. think that's the shit that'll lean into it. That's the shit that'll blow up. Yeah. We think about how much shit people all of us are exposed to every day with this, with this thing. Yeah. It, it's constant man. And to get people's attention, I don't know. You gotta push it a little bit and, yeah. and you guys have a good sense of humor. So I, I, take the chances, man. Fuck it. Yeah. You guys, you guys mentioned goose earlier. Yeah. I saw, saw some video the other day that stuck out to me. I guess it's one of the guys in the group, like in the desert shirtless. Right. Like, yes. That's their new video. video. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, goose. That's so that's, that's cool. Like I was, I was glad to see even them. They, they stick out in their own way. Yep. Did you um read the lyrics? I haven't, I haven't, okay. I haven't really checked it out, but I, I just saw that and was like, was like, this is not very jam band esque to be. Mm -hmm. You guys should spend four minutes together. Yeah, four minutes together. Read the lyrics. Watch it. To born. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's it really it's is. Crazy. Her and I, we we put the video on. We're down in our basement yesterday, and we're getting ready to do an interview. And we're put on the. I hadn't seen it yet, and we're watching it. And I pulled the lyrics up on my phone, and we're like listening to the song together and reading the lyrics and. I look up and she's crying and I'm crying and she goes, are you crying? And I was like, no, you're I'm fucking laughing. And she's like, oh my God, you're crying too. I, I felt like in the same way, like, you know, I was talking about earlier, like, you know, we all need different stuff, you know, that's why we got to, you know, switch up our hairstyles and like, you know, one day we want, you know, sneakers, next day we want docs, whatever, like. We're allowed to change our moods and we need it. And music is so oh, yeah. good for like helping you feel different feels. And that song helped me understand how other, like how we're all feeling during this time. Mm. They put it in uh, such a good way. Yeah, and when I saw, we saw the video twice. And when I saw the video the first time, I didn't read the lyrics. So I, 
kind of wasn't paying attention and that much. And it's silly as shit, and, and yeah. the lyrics are super heavy. It's weird. And, yeah, and then when yeah. you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, shit, that's why he's acting like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, check it out. So Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I only listened through it once. I watched the video yeah. once, but I'll definitely check yeah. it with the lyrics. You guys, um, yeah, thanks thank you. you. Guys. <laughs> wait, wait, wait before, before we get ready to go too, I just because I got all excited when I first read about you guys being from Philly and all. I, I live in a household of people that could give a shit about sports. My entire life, I have been a Philadelphia Eagles fan, a 76ers yeah, fan, and a Flyers fan. Never a Phillies fan. I, Anaheim Angels was my team, all but right. Philly, especially the Eagles, man. Are, are you guys being from Philly, are you? I think you kind of have to be or get stabbed in Philly if you're not, right? Oh. Yeah, we got to be. We, we are. Uh, we're we're big on the Sixers this season. We just got Harden, oh, which has so been fun. so. We're you know two games with them so far. It's been so fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the birds got some work to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's tough being an Eagles fan. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Uh, we watched the Super Bowl together in. Um, what was it? Eighteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, yeah, uh, when Fowles was, pulled it out and did yeah, his thing, that was, that was, that was like a glorious, glorious day. Ooh, <laughs> well, totally unexpected. I mean, the, and so amazing. The the seventy sixers are in third place, dude. They've won thirty seven games this season. Let's see, look at Mister Stead. He's pulling <laughs> shit up. <laughs> <on> <laughs> his like, don't like his school, you dude. I just growing up, like I, I remember. I'm, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I just remember, you know, like Allen Iverson those times and stuff with the Sixers. Just you know, such amazing teams, and then. Fucking hockey, the Flyers, the history there. Just, yeah, uh, yeah br- it's a fun brutality, fun, uh, <laughs> fun city to be a sports fan in. And and after tragic losses, I call my dad, and he's just like, "Well, John, you're a Philadelphia sports fan, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to my entire life." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sums, that sums it up. Yeah, and I, full disclosure: the only reason, the only reason I know anything about basketball this year is because fish <laughs> was supposed to play Madison square garden for new year's. And we have tickets and it got yeah. postponed until April 20th, unless the Knicks make the playoffs. But the Knicks, I've, are- I've been seeing some like fish meme accounts being like, uh, you know, the Knicks are like turning it on now and everyone's freaking out. It's just, it, well, it- the Sixers beat the Knicks today. So the Sixers are pro fish. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. They're doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. They're. In the, it's not going to happen. It's fine. We're all right. We're going to New York, Mel. It's going to be all going right. Going to New York yeah. at the Garden. Yeah. Never been either. Never. Never been to New York City. And so. Oh no. Oh my goodness, man. I, I was born in New York, so I've been. I'm excited for this. It's the best. I I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. And also, can't wait for you guys to come out west, man. Yeah, yeah, we got to link up and really, man. I hope we can catch a show and hang yeah. out. Yeah, hang, hang on one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop recording. Hold on. All right, it's safe. It's safe. We're back. Wow, that That's was it. a big penis. That was huge, yeah. right? Thank you, bro. The dog has <laughs> the big <laughs> Darwin. Darwin. Jesus. Um, so that everybody can follow you on social media and listen to your music and find out where you're gonna be playing and all that stuff. Can you give them the the details? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, the website, littlestrangermusic.com. Ooh. Instagram and just about everything is just Little Stranger Music all together. It's, uh, I think, I, I think we're now the top in terms of searching just Little Stranger. There's a book and a movie, but that shit was boring. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not. 
Yeah, we we are we're about to crush them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, thanks, man. And uh, like I said earlier, you got you got family in Portland. Yeah. Please, please, please stay in touch and let us know uh, when you're you going to be so out much. here, and we'll we'll break bread yeah. and have you over. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. We're excited guys. to see where you guys yeah. go, man. I'm, I'm I'm pulling for you, no matter what y'all do. Yeah. And seriously, you guys, if you um if you need help promoting anything, hit me up. I'll put it on our page and put it in our stories and talk about it on the show and all that. So anything we can do to help, man. And just keep having fun, man. You guys got a heck of a tour ahead of you with these festivals and everything. Oh, that's right. And we'll see you. We'll see you out there on the road, hopefully. Pleasure. Take it easy, guys. All right. Thanks, y'all. Later. That was super fucking fun. Yeah, it was. Those guys are really, really sweet. Yep. (laughs) I, I still... They're magicians, as far as I'm concerned. When you can do, you guys listening, go watch one of their videos at the Sugar Shack session. Oh, we never even asked them about the Sugar yeah, Shack. I forgot. wanted to, I had it. What's well, the thing with them? They, they, these guys do so much and they have so many performances. I'll say it once again go on YouTube, go to their channel on YouTube. Well, and they have that LSTV. There's so many different things that they have out there to watch and listen to. It, You're going to be amazed. It, you'll see what I was talking about. I, it's hard to tell where one starts and the other one begins lyrically. And, and it's so intertwined and seamless. It's a trip. I'm excited to go listen again now. You know how yeah, we after always, we after talk we to talk to people, we always get pumped up, go outside, listen to their music, especially on a Sunday. Yeah. And it really helps kind of like really underline the conversation that we had mm-hmm. and make me a real fan and, of that and that goes for you group. guys too man because when you're done listening to the conversation i would suggest putting on their music because you just got to know these guys a little bit well you, you're good at that too what? putting the music on so that they can hear it oh yeah, yeah you guys want to hear a song yeah all right here you go Giving you hype lines, hive mind control Everything in my sight lines Nine times out of nine Would it spit the rhyme spine The next gen of the X-Men Talk, maybe flex, man Knock your ass out with my left hand Can you even hear this shit? It's a death jam Yes, man, undefeated heathen from the best land Just saying, I think I need a mimosa To bonify beauties in my umbrella coaster A smart ass sucker never do what he's supposed to Man, I never put my drink on a coaster So I may have black thoughts But I always class live When you did it with the roots Well, you better call her From a city big, really straight But the D-Love But they always bring it Ruckus are sweeping under the rug, watch me level up Bringing a brother to Chuck, I got a taste for the world But it's never enough, I got a face like an ace No calling a bluff, won't get a race like a fade Y'all gone in a puff, a paper chase But this game ain't troubling us So make a claim of your space and double it up
Double trouble, I'm here to burst bubbles Too live of a cool, too nice to be subtle Too high of a view, two guys, one struggle Two times the tunes, two times the knuckles Like yo, I'm supersonic, a hype demonic Second one is free, straight polyphonic Mr. Molly Whopping got me wild and chronic Jiggity job junkies got me hooked on phonics Yo, cut the nonsense, give me the crown King of the sound, rest of y'all sending the clown Figure it out, do a little jig of the bounce I put you back out, baby, finish spinning the round Ooh, sweet Jesus, give me your visa Summer globe, try to know a lot of them on the lease It's like Tariq try to got to show him all with the seat It's like a freak on a leash, sheesh, who needs a feature, yeah Great googly moogly, go ahead and just google me Man, I spit it so beautifully and it's off from new to me I finesse with the fluency, beating bars up so brutally Steady headed for nudity, big and booty communities And if you still don't like me, you better get a second opinion on who I might be Better check your head, I do not think this rapping lightly Kidding with these kiddies who spit and come on and bite me politely Jump on my ego because I'm fine I even let Johnny spit the very last line I like them apples Apple I love them. That was a good song, good right? Apple. Yeah, that was a good song. <laughs> All our songs are good. So Man. Some talented folks. We are going to continue on with the show now, Melanie. We are? Yeah. We're going to keep going. Okay. But, are we, Aaron? But first, here's us. Talking <laughs> a word to, from us word and from, our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to get high? Uh, yeah, <laughs> man. Well, here in the Portland area, we have an awesome, awesome dispensary. Define premium cannabis, two locations, one in Hillsboro, the other in Forest Grove. And when you go there, you're going to tell them that you listen to No Simple Road. What are they going to do for you, Apple? Well, when you tell us that, we are going to give you 10% off your purchase. We're probably going to hook you up with some stickers and things, and you get a free T-shirt. What? Yep. And and with that T-shirt, you can wear it back. That's an extra 5% on top of that 10% every time you come in and say you're a listener. For a total of 15%. And you know what? You can use that. I'm very proud to say that we are now one of the carriers of Garcia's hand-picked premium cannabis. Oh my yes, it is premium. Yeah, we sold out our first batch already. We have a few pre-rolls left, and they are coming out with gummies in the next week or two, shaped like guitar picks. All of this stuff is just amazing, and we're very fortunate to be carrying it. So come on out to one of our locations. I'm always at the Hillsboro one, Monday through Friday. I will come floating out of the doors doing something and come tend your bud. We will take our time with you in this difficult world of cannabis and get you suited up with the right medicine. That's right. Define premium cannabis. Go out there. It's one of the only places you can get the Garcia's hand-picked flower and other stuff here in the Portland area, Hillsboro Forest Grove, Seattle. Okay, for real this time, we're back. <laughs> Hi. For real? Yeah. This is reality now. Now what? I, well, that is subjective, dude. That is true. It's sometimes it's hard to tell. Reality uh, is fleeting it's and plastic. Weird. Weird. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, You're right on Mel. All right. You get new Mel's new album just dropped. That's right. Uh, coming out. Look, I'm not even going to say what it is because I do have the name of my album and it's going to be one. My production company have the name of that too. No one's going to know it until I it happens. I already know what it is. I it's, know. It's too cute. <laughs> it's <laughs> not. It's cute. Cute Productions. First album is cute enough for you. Next cute album. Times cute two. times two. Cute Redux. <laughs> cute all over again. Thank you, Little Stranger, for being cute. And for oh, they out are with cute. Us. Yeah, man. You guys are amazing and gracious and, and fun. so fucking fun to hang out with and talented. And thank you again for spending time with No Simple Road. We really do appreciate it. And uh, all of you out there, make sure to um, 
do the things that we do nowadays in 2022. Following things on social media and all that, leaving reviews and, and passing the word on like, hey, man, I just got hipped a little stranger. So should you. That's right. So, all right, here's the scoop. It's Tuesday. The three of us are getting ready to pack our bags and truck on down to Ventura. Actually, we're hosting an entire band. Oh, that's right. We're not leaving yet. You're right. I the, sure am. The we, entire uh, band, Apollo Sons, is here at the house with us right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening. That is happening. That's well, happening. Okay. Full disclosure. It's Saturday right now. We are um, trying to pretend like it's Tuesday. We're pretending. So we can't give you any like, oh, remember when Ed did this? Because they aren't here yet, but they will be here on Monday. So, yeah. Welcome, guys. We just thoroughly confused you, and that's what we do best. <laughs> yeah. Welcome we do it to our ourselves, <laughs> which yeah. is confusing yes, our listeners. It is a fantastic Saturday afternoon in Portland, Oregon. We are looking outside at the trees and the little birds recording you for you guys, for everybody that's listening out there. You know, I was thinking about this last night. It is, podcasting has become ubiquitous in in 2020s right mm-hmm. like i've heard podcasting is the new business card and like it, <laughs> everybody has a fucking podcast and blah 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 here's the thing not everybody has a podcast that they do twice a week not everybody has a podcast that they do about live music not everybody has a podcast that they do where they interact with their community right and a podcast can seem silly because so many people are doing it But when I remember sitting on the porch doing this for maybe we had been doing it for six, eight months and realizing, holy shit, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like this, all the things that I'm good at, all the stuff that I'm into, all of that has like come together in this one thing that was specifically made for me. And it's a, it's a trip to, um, to be doing this nowadays with the pool of podcasts so deep and trying to, um, how do I say this and keeping it relevant? I personally, I don't think that we are irrelevant and we've never been irrelevant only because we have such different uh, guests on the show and because we're doing it twice a week, sometimes once a week, but at least four shows a month, let's say that. So weekly we're checking in sometimes eight times a month, sometimes six times a month, whatever. But we're talking about current situations. We're talking about uh, uh, people's new albums it doesn't matter how many podcasts come out there. Our catalog is deep, relevant, and exciting. Yeah. And our approach is completely different, too. Yeah. If you If you are a listener or a new listener, you're a new listener or a listener. If Welcome. you're listening to this sometime. <laughs> then you're we, a listener. We, and even the artists we've had on, these are, these are not, we don't go at this as like an interview. These are conversations yeah. with people that we admire and love and and that's what's different about it but the 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 thing that that's difficult think about the internet right 
and the internet is so vast. There's so many websites that you don't know about products that you don't know about things that you just will never see. Not because you don't care or because, um, you wouldn't buy it or watch it or listen or whatever. You just don't know because there's just a lot so big. (laughs) And that's how podcasting is. Like you can have the dopest fucking show out there, but if people don't know, it's, it's tough. Well, it does. Things do get lost. You're right. Things get lost on the internet. Um, and another thing is when you compare yourself to other things, what, whether it's another podcast or what other people are doing, it's you're it's never good, Mm-mm. but I really feel like our podcast reaches who it's supposed to, and it could be way bigger. It could be way smaller. Mm-hmm. And the way that I know that, or I, I should say, I measure my success um, with a podcast is when we go out and we interact with the people. Yeah, that's literally my measure of success. That's my a report card. That's my high five. What do you pat mean by that? When you interact with people, like so, like for example, when we were at Pigeons mm-hmm. and the guy leans over and was like, kind of interrupts my conversation with my friends and was like, "Hey, I just wanted to say." Thank you for your podcast. I really appreciate it. I listened to the sponge episode dot, dot, like, and, you know, kind of continued. And to me, even if he's the only one that heard it and said it, that's successful. He liked it. He reached out. He knew who I was. So all of those factors to me, that's, that's working. The fact that we can fly across the country and people are welcoming us with open arms. The fact that we people reach out and offer us their homes mm. to vacation in the fact that people reach out and pick us up from the airport when we get to a new town that we don't know. I mean, I can go on and on. There's so many examples of the personal success of what no simple road has given I, us. I think that we just, and not had, just the numbers aspect. We just had a, a, a conversation with Pat Pappy from cabinet. And if you guys don't know who cabinet is, you should go check him out. out. Pappy's (laughs) awesome. And that's for an upcoming episode. But reason I bring that up, we talked to him a little bit about what success means Mm, to him. Yeah. And, um, do you want to know what, do you remember what he said? mm -mm. Well, yeah, of course I do. Go ahead. He said, he measures success by being able to take care of his brothers. And that's what he, the band and his family. Well, he elaborated, but that's his measure of success is to take care of the people that are around him and that he loves. Yeah. And I, I've thought a lot about that. I I think that my, um, my idea of what that means for myself and this has changed a lot. Um, recently or just over the course of the years that we've done this like that, the idea of what that meant has changed a lot. I, I think at first it was, I was very um, focused on the numbers side of things, like how many downloads we had a week, how many people are listening, and I've kind of gotten away from that. I mean, I pay attention to it because it's a business and you have to kind of pay attention to that Yeah, you got to pay attention to your sales. But um, I got to agree kind of with what you said. It's, It's a trip to go somewhere and have people know us 
just because of this. It's it we're, even like, goes beyond just, yeah, we're knowing. Just, just in our house. It it goes beyond knowing in the sense that they're willing to do things with us and interact with us in ways that you normally wouldn't act with a little stranger. Pun intended. No, but seriously, you go to a, think about this. You go, say you're going to like, you know, Argentina, you've never been there. You're not from there. You don't have family there. No one's waiting for you. You walk out and somebody's like, Hey, Harry, right over here, come in my car. And you're like, how do you know me? My name's not Harry. Whatever. But <laughs> but literally, that's what Nate did for us. And we did know Nate and, you know, from behind the scenes. But we didn't know Nate. You no, know what I mean? No, we knew Nate from the show. We Same knew with John him. B. And, and Amy exactly. in Pennsylvania. That's what I'm saying is that, like, it isn't just knowing us. They're going beyond just knowing us. And they're uh, bringing us into their lives. They're um, gifting us things. They're, like supporting us you know through patreon or through through people sending us stuff and i guess the way that i would measure success is how proud i am of what i do mm-hmm. and the interactions that i have with people that's what makes me proud when they can say i love that episode or that was a really cool band thanks for introducing me or if the bands are like that episode was awesome thank you so much thanks back to Pappy at cabinet, he was like appreciative of us reaching out and being interested in his band. That's success to me. What about you, Apple? What is it? What is six? How do you measure that? Well, I say the number one thing is the same thing we all just said is when we're going, going out to places and being recognized and meeting new people all the time. Like uh, pigeons just met several new connections. Every time we go somewhere, we leave with a uh, bigger family community Whatever, whatever you want to call it, family, community, you know, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's more, it's growing, <laughs> growing that. And that, that's the most flattering thing to me. And we have, not just in the United States, we have listeners, like when you, <clears throat> when you pull up like the demographics and stuff, we, we have like listeners on all continents, you know, on this globe. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, and it's sprinkled all over the place. And, and I did, I just, that that's the major thing to me. And and the other one, we just talked about it and start, we talking about a lot of our interviews when we hit the point of not having to be the ones always reaching out to get guests. And now we are sought after to help promote that, to help promote people's new albums, to have newer bands on whatever it may be. We have people reaching out to us. To me, that's success too. Mm. It's like we're, we're looked at as like, Hey, this is somebody that can help us, and then it it always becomes mutual. We help each other. Yeah, it's worthwhile. It yeah, and that that started happening like a year and a half ago. Where I mean, I remember you come. You're like they are reaching out to us now, mm-hmm. and that you know they not only does that make it a little easier on you getting things scheduled and stuff, but that's really flattering. Yeah, to to have people like, hey, th- this is who we want to help promote what we're doing, and this is who we want to be friends with. If we were making literally like making a product like you know no simple road peanuts or whatever people are ordering peanuts they want to taste our peanuts yeah you know and then they're like <laughs> taste our nuts <laughs> i don't know you why eat your peanuts? But, but you know what i mean like they're they're giving bags to their friends yeah they're, you know then what when we show up they're like we're eating your peanuts so that's if you're making a product people are enjoying it and w- that's a measure of success. And, and the other thing too is like you mentioned Nate and all those guys, we've mentioned it several times on here when 
when we're creating new friendship that, friendships around the country my, through our, through our podcast, they're coming together. That was one of our intentions at the beginning of this is to kind of help build build the community, and that's happening through us. That's yeah, another, see, that's just amazing. Like Nate sent me that picture of him and Nola and uh, and Buzz, and he was like, "You did this, buddy." And uh, that was a moment for me where I was like, wow, we we are successful. Like that, the family is growing and we're not even there. And they're enjoying shows together and group texting and involved in each other's lives and know each other's families and kids. And we get birthday pictures of Daniel Shapiro's son, like that right there. Like he's sending out pictures of his baby to the no simple roadcast that is fucking rad mm-hmm. and then me. that's a thing that's another thing too is all like with the hashtag stuff is mm-hmm. is we get hashtag yes. no simple road on so many things now from well, listeners and performers i, I and, think that when we i don't think when we first started i was very focused on the money and the numbers of the show like which is so weird because when you first start, like literally first started, um, you, this was not a business venture for you. No, but, but once I realized that I wanted to do this for a living, I wanted to get there as fast as possible. Do you know what I mean? I, I know. I live with you, baby. <laughs> I was like, okay, I figured it out. Let's do it. I, there, there doesn't need to be an in-between. And that, that's why I was focused on that. And over the past four years, like I've, that's changed so much. And just, grateful just seeing people's, the people's faces that listen to the show and like that's seeing a sticker of ours somewhere <laughs> that I didn't put it or, um, seeing a hash, so, somebody hashtag <laughs> us. Like I saw another one too. It, for- it, it's just amazing. For, for me, the other thing, too, I brought it up is, is working in the cannabis industry in Oregon. You know, it's a pretty big industry up here. And I weekly find out that we have more listeners in the cannabis industry because a lot of them have a lot of time to have us in their air hole. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there trimming bud, packaging bud, driving. tending to the garden, out doing sales, driving. And just thank you, Oregon cannabis community, oh, yeah. all of you out there. Yeah, there's a lot of you for being supportive of us. Every time I hear it, I, 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 I'm very fair skin. I know I blush a lot. I do. I get, <laughs> bl- I get kind of flush and like, oh, shucks. Now with the masks off, you can it, really it, see it, it again. <laughs> yeah, it, it just feels, it feels so good to be supported by your peeps. Yeah, you know I mean, it really and, does. And the No Simple Road family is a real thing. Like, yeah, that's a real deal. That's not just some bullshit like catchphrase I say at the beginning of every episode. It's well, a even, real thing. Even if it was a bullshit cap catchphrase initially, it's definitely not that anymore. Like I look at all the people that I text and all of them that are current, I would say more than half are from the show. Mm. Well, I I just want all of you out there to know that it is not lost to the three of us that the only reason that there's any of this quote unquote success is because of you guys. It's a hundred percent because you listen to the show and uh, we're really grateful for all of you. And um, 
really grateful that spring is here and that festival season is right around the corner and that the three of us are heading down to Ventura to go to Skull and Roses right now. And um, Wish us luck. You know, it, it, it's a trip because back in March of 2020, um, Skull and Roses was the first major cancellation for us. Um, it was Skull and Roses and then um, Northwest String Summit. Those were the two big festivals. And uh, two, two years have gone by since we last did Skull and Roses. And the first Skull and Roses experience that we had was so monumental for the three of us. It was so much fun. I remember it. I don't know why. I have kind of a shaky memory with a lot of things, but <laughs> I remember that festival so vividly. Mm-hmm. Like, the I remember smell. when we first got there. I remember the layout. I remember our Airbnb. Like, it was, yeah, it was monumental. It was a, it was a first. It was an epic first for the show. And Dennis and all of his support, which he was supportive really before he met us. And then upon meeting us, we just were able to like harness and grow that relationship even more. And it was, I don't, it's just, it was hard to erase from my memory. You know, it was just like such a pivotal time. It's still a trip to me. Like a couple of days ago I was working, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And my phone rings and I look down and it says Dennis McNally. And I just, you know, like nothing. Like, hey, Dennis, what's up? And we're talking, we're figuring things out for the coming week. And I hung up the phone and I was like, wow. <laughs> like Dennis McNally just called my phone. And I'm just like standing on my porch talking to the guy that wrote the book on Jerry Garcia and managed, and managed the dead. The dead and, the, and, and that's just a thing that happens now in the day. And it is such a trip to be in that space and be who I am and have that be a normal thing. I think it's kind of normal. It's not. It's, it's a fucking <laughs> trip. Well, man. You it's know what? Not. Well, I say that because I am behind the scenes. I see all of the interactions. I mean, and not hundred percent because you're doing a lot of them but I'm your wife so I when you talk about it and all that stuff like I'm I'm seeing all of the work that's going into it it's not like happenstance no and and but there's something to be said for like it's like reading a fantasy book and then you're meeting the characters that were in that fantasy book and now they're calling you on the phone. Yeah, but I mean, we're in real life though. <laughs> but this wasn't, it wasn't that though. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, but listen to what I'm saying. Grateful Dead's always been real. So you have to, you have to do another, <laughs> you have to have we another analogy. Of, we weren't at yeah. the table. With yeah. That. It may be like, uh, you know, watching a movie and then. Will Smith comes up and slaps you in the face. No, I'm kidding. Yep. Oh my God. Oh. I don't know why I wanted to throw wow. that in there. I don't know why. It why just did we felt. Go there? It finds its I don't way know. It does recently. find its way. Come on, we're in you know pop culture. But no, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do know what you're saying. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, it it's just it's it's still fascinating to me. It's still surreal. It's still that's a better word surreal and it's not like i'm not taking that for granted where it's like yeah of course and i'm not like that like 
I'm still. Oh, no. I'm, I saw, I saw you, you know, like that the other day. I, I caught you. You didn't know I was watching. You're out there like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that <laughs> was exactly me. that. Well, oh. It's always such a hard and fine line to come up with when you want to be assertive, confident, feel proud of what you've done, but also be humble and be respectful and, you know, make sure that you're not an asshole. Well, the business, the business side of me, like the podcasting Aaron guy, that guy's like, yeah, all right. We just talked to Dennis. No big deal. Like let's, let's get on with our day. Like we hash things out. But the 18 year old deadhead that lives inside of my brain is like, holy fucking shit, man. Still every time. Yeah. (laughs) I did that. I I do not have this 18 year old person in my head at all anymore. She's been gone. (laughs) I still got that That girl's dead <laughs> i'm a super geek fan still i geek out on all this do you uh, yeah in my head yeah yeah you play it so cool dude mm-hmm. uh, well because you got to i know you I, but, but to. apple you are supremely cool yeah. when it comes to this shit well, yeah, like, what's up man well i've been lucky well like, we, we, all, we all have at times i i was lucky enough to like at early back when i was still that uh, when did that like like 20 years old yeah started to get to go with Mike, my friend Mike, to go see all these bands and meet bands. So at a young age, I got used to being backstage and conducting yourself as just part of the crew or whatever. Yeah. And not, but in my head at the same time, like, holy shit, that was Rob Zombie. Yeah. Woo, I got to meet him and hang out. But on the outside, it's like, it's like, hey, what's up, dude? How's it going, man? <laughs> Fucking great, great show tonight. Well, and it's funny that you're laughing, babe, because like, you're like that too. I You've- know. We know how to conduct ourselves. Yeah, like, you know, I grew up nowhere near the entertainment industry or anybody famous or anything like that. But then we get married and Muhammad Ali's holding my baby. And, And you know, Anthony Hopkins is giving my daughter acting advice. And, like, seeing freaking George Clooney and Brad Pitt in the grand ballroom of the Bellagio. And, yeah, just normal, big, no big deal. That's when I was doing all that shit. Like, what? Can you fucking believe you know that? Who that is? Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, so you know who it is? Man. It's just, I guess it's it groomed me in mm. that sense to be like, we belong here. It never occurred to me that we didn't belong here because I was just with my family, right. doing normal stuff. I was at a bar mitzvah. I wasn't doing anything like out <laughs> of the ordinary. A bat mitzvah. A bat mitzvah. A bat, you're right. Bat mitzvah. I was yeah. I was at a bat mitzvah. I wasn't. What's you know, the a, a bar is for a, a boy, boy and, bot and a bot. Is for a girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I but, didn't know that. Yeah. So that I guess the our our marriage is really what groomed me for this type of um background. That makes sense. I mean, I I remember being five, six years old and being backstage, like on the wings of a Vegas stage, like playing with Hot Wheels and shit. Remember when we that talked to John Kimmock? Yeah how he was talking about with the bouncy ball and all that. Yeah. So another element is our daughter and her husband. Like they're both in the entertainment industry. She's on billboards and in movies and in magazines magazines and and all that stuff. And so it's, it's never like I'm, I'm appreciative, but I guess, like I said, just a minute ago, I've just been groomed and I've been able to um, really, not just appreciate it, but learned how to handle it a little bit more um, 
gracefully. Know, gracefully. Thank you. I, I think the point I'm trying to get across is like uh, uh, five years in, I'm still as grateful and blown away that we're a part of this thing as Absolutely. I was on fucking day one. Yeah. Like the fact that we're even going to Skull and Roses Festival is it, it's not like, oh not yeah, lost. we should be it's doing not lost it. It's not you. lost. It's like, holy shit, we're, we're a part of this. I just remember that, like, I'm getting teared up thinking about it. Driving down our street, talking about going and doing a live podcast from Terrapin Crossroads and how, what a big fucking deal that is. That was and still deal. feels the same way right now as it did then. And like, <laughs> just knowing that like, we get to do this. What well, one of the things that still gets me is when we did Skull and Roses, and Dennis came to us afterwards and was like, "I like work with you guys. You listen to everything I say." Like him calling us professionals, because and 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 our in You're my right, head, <laughs> expe- especially so right. especially me and Aaron more so than even you, Melody. To consider the jackasses we were the when we were younger, yeah, and, and that like we would do it. We, nobody tells us what to do to be called like professional by a person like that, and to be admired and invited on on onto that yeah. bus and everything still blows me away. Yeah. Kind of like because there's still that like one of the person. things that blew my mind was when we were considered media. I don't know why that was such a big deal for me personally, but I was like media. We're I remember media. that you right? were like we're not media, and I was like Mel, that's exactly <laughs> how we <Yeah>. are. <laughs> I had like n- I sometimes my head, God knows, God love it, God knows where it goes <laughs> because I just my thoughts and sometimes what comes out of my mouth don't make sense, and that's not what I mean. But yeah, we are fucking media, of course we are. But in my head, it just wasn't like that. We're just Mel, Aaron, and Apple. So what? We're how are no we media? I yeah, get, I exactly. Get it. Like, what are we doing? Pass? We're not taking pictures. Like, what? Well, that's how you. I no, you're interviewing musicians media, and putting it out on media. <laughs> media in my head comes up like like news reporters or yes. something. Like, we're here with the breaking news on Skull and Roses from Ventura. <laughs> we're gonna tune Can in you, tonight. Will you do a segment like that while we're down there? I totally could. <laughs> yes. That is. Well, tune please. in tonight for Stu Allen coming to the stage <laughs> with Mars Hotel, and then awesome. later after that yes. we'll have Big Steve. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I can do all kinds of things. Yeah, I can we'll do all kinds of things. do them. What, what are you doing? We, I don't know. I remember, I t- remember I told you about segments and my idea? We're, yeah. we're going to do that for our first. I like acting. We're, we have a couple little things. fun things that are we haven't talked about as a, the three of us, but we're going to be doing. Can I get you a fedora with that? With a little card that goes yeah, in with it, the press, and it'll with say press, media. Yeah, or the, or the, <laughs> I want one of the one like exaggerate. Kind of goes out like that, yes. like Alice in Wonderland. Press, yeah, like the Mad Hatter oh would have gosh, or something. Yes. Okay, yeah, we got to find you the hat when we're at yeah, Shakedown. Like I've always liked. Well, you know that I've always liked acting and stuff. I had speech and drama background all through high school and stuff. I love that stuff. All right, we're gonna we're gonna public hook that speaking. Up. Um, listen, it's Tuesday right now, and. We are down to the wire. There are still tickets available. If yeah, you single haven't day got passes. your tickets and we just put you over the line, you want to come hang out with the three of us and see some amazing Grateful Dead music this weekend, Ventura County Fairgrounds at the Ventura Raceway. Um, and not just see music. There's experience. awesome vendors that are going to be there. Pick up your new favorite skirt or scarf or fedora. Also get a Grateful Dead tarot reading with the creators 
of the Grateful Dead tarot. Yeah, Aaron and Liz and are going to be there doing readings. Come literally feel the vibes of the ocean, Grateful Dead family, and the music. Think about that right there. I'm sold. Feel the vibe of that. Don't buy anything. Just come get your ticket and come in and feel it. They do have single day tickets available. So if you can't come camp and do the whole thing, yeah. you can come Friday night or Saturday night or Sunday afternoon and hang out. Yeah, the schedule is up on um, skullandroses.com to see what night you yeah, want to come. Yeah, pick out your favorites and exactly. make sure you're there for it if you can only make one night. I Music also, starts at 11. I also posted the schedule on um, uh, on our Instagram, No Simple Road Instagram. Yeah, uh, yeah man, this is, this is going to be something. And I just... Uh, want to lay out to the universe that I am so fucking grateful to be a part of all of this. And, uh, I just want to do the best job we can for it and really like do it justice. It's not lost on us. Everybody. We're still three people still geeked out that are super stoked to be being listened to by you. (laughs) Like truly. (laughs) That's yeah. Just just simply and truly you're listening to us. We're appreciative of it. The people that we get to meet, we're so grateful for the shows and the content that we put out. We are happy to do it. And when we meet you, it, it etches in our mind. It, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Listen, I have to give you an update on one last thing before we go. Darwin, uh, a couple of weeks ago, hurt his leg. On the night of pigeons. On the night of pigeons playing ping pong and was having a really hard time. And uh, I was extremely worried about him. Um, the vet came and he got seen and he is doing much better. I'd like to happily report to all of you that your prayers and thoughts and love and attention through the cosmic telephone lines have found him and he's feeling a lot better. His eyes are nice and bright. His tail is waggy again. He's still limping a little right. bit. Yeah. And right now he's the cutie. He is just flopped, laid out across his bed with his little Grammy blanket. Just usually when out. we say his name, he perks up. Mm-hmm. He's out. He's out. You know, it, it's become more apparent lately since we moved the studio downstairs. What a huge part of the show Darwin is. Oh, and yeah. You guys don't see it, but. He, he provides the, the behind the scenes energy yep, for us. And, and the farts. But oh, he, yeah. And the farts. He, hey, that's energy. Yeah. That's in its own way. Um, Waking us up methane. if we get a little tired. He is literally laying in front of the table or next to us for every interview. And now he can lay behind you. He likes the way this is now because mm-hmm. now he can come behind you. Before, he couldn't even get close to you. To yeah, Aaron he expect. That. Me and Mel are on the both ends, so he could come up to us. But Aaron, Aaron's his homeboy. Yeah. Yep. I just want to say thanks to all of you and let you know he's feeling better. Thank you for all the yeah. DMs and thoughts and all the wonderful kind shit you guys did. It it really did. I mean, believe it or not, it did help. I absolutely believe it. I know I said it maybe our last show or a couple shows ago, but putting that out on my Instagram and all the love that I got and the um the messages that I got and the well wishes I believe in that shit I believe in energy and when you're praying for my doggy and thinking about good thoughts for him thank you so freaking much because he really responded mm-hmm. so we I all just wanted I, know we, to I know we all do and I'm sure everybody out there is like the power of intention and putting yeah. that out there yeah. is is amazing Huge. we see stuff happen all the time um we love you guys we will be back Thursday Thursday again this week we're doing two episodes 
Uh, we'll be back Thursday with Jennifer Hartswick. Ooh, and this that is, is super fun. Honestly, one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done. The content of our conversation, her energy, the just her. I didn't expect to love her so much. Not for any reason. I just didn't know it yet. Yeah. So stay tuned. Be prepared for an amazing episode this Thursday. Thanks for listening to this one. Thanks for being part of our No Simple Road family and helping us get to where we are today. Yeah. You, you yeah. are the measure of our success. Thanks for letting us that? and Little Stranger into your lives this, yeah, this, this week. And come hang out with us, man. I'd like to see all your fucking smiling faces and give all of you a hug down at Skull and Roses. So we'll see you next week. We'll be back with more. St- or no, we'll see you Thursday. Yeah. We'll be back with more stuff and things with Jennifer Hartswick. Take care of yourself. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Wash your dirty freaking hands. Make sure to tell gross. people to listen. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.